Let's ride. somebody close to both me and my parents so if I don't sound right that may be the reason but I gotta push on gotta continue I feel like that's what she would want I'm not gonna say no names you know I don't really do that here so let me push on and continue with saying I'm so sick of death rest in peace to Mac Miller uh, he was a ended I don't I'm not sure if he was still independent but he was a well-known rapper I think he went independent a few a few years back um, he was mostly known in the popular and pop music for dating Ariana Grande, but among hip-hop heads, he was known for being a dope lyricist out of Pittsburgh. Damn shame he's gone too soon. I don't know why he died. It's speculated why, but I don't know that to be true 100%, so I won't say. But if you want to look it up, man, Mac Miller, good dude, man. He had a good song with Currency called Money Shot. Probably my favorite song I ever heard him on. He's got an album that just came out called Swimming. If you want to get to know him via his music, it's everywhere. Kicking independently dope shit. Macadelic. Swimming just came out, and he had a couple albums before that that I'm not too keen on. I wasn't really deep into his music, but it's still a shame that he passed away, man. He was dope. So one time for him, his family, and all his fans, anybody affected by that. He's gone from this world just a little too soon, if you ask me. All right. Keeping up with the news. Moving on a positive note. DJ Khaled has a furniture line. Figure I bring it up or not. There's not much this man can't do. Who would think that a heavy set Arab man could be this popular in the United States at this time and this climate? But he's doing this thing, man. He's become a huge figure in pop culture. And I'm happy for the guy. Especially with his background. He's bringing his son with him everywhere. I think it's cool, man. He has a record label. I don't know what else he's doing. I think he's on one of them TV shows where they pick an artist. And now he's got his furniture line cracking. So shout out to him for paving the way and showing people how to segue and, you know, monopolize on this um, on this social media thing and, and keep your brand growing and going as you spend your time in the, in the music industry. He's an example, really, because he paved his way by being a positive person. If you really look at DJ Khaled's career, how, how what's going on, he got big, it kind of tapered off a little bit, kind of went out on his own, kept pushing, was pushing artists that didn't really work out the way it should have. He started making records with other celebrities, and then he went on social media and started preaching positivity, and then from there, his career took off even further than it already had. So it goes to show you that you can go far being positive and not being an asshole. So shout out to DJ Khaled for uh, his uh, furniture situation. Keeping up with the news, and I guess we'll, we'll just keep flowing with the music for now. Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. I don't really dip into the to the obvious things when it comes to music. I did it a little bit last week, so I'm going to keep the same energy, so to speak, and give you my little two cents on this. Now, normally, I would not condone these actions. I wouldn't. I don't like to step into the 
the female music realm. I don't really like to, to speak on that. I don't feel it's my business. But this is, I'm kind of up in there on this one. If you listen to other music podcasts or listen to music period, you may have felt like some shots have been kind of thrown at Cardi B via Nicki Minaj. Just because of things that have been said in songs, I'm not going to delve deep into it. But you can feel like Nicki was kind of feeling a certain way because she was being replaced. And that's how she was getting pushed as the top female act. But then along comes Cardi B kind of out of nowhere with Bodak Yellow and she kind of takes over the top spot. Nicki Minaj feeling kind of slighted. Felt like there were some daggers thrown her way. And they they met in person a couple of times that has been documented. But nothing came out of it. It seemed like everything was cool. Then apparently at New York Fashion Week, Cardi B ran up on her and ended up with a knot on her head via her security. Nicki Minaj's security, to be clear. Now, what's being said is that apparently Nicki Minaj was in agreement with some shit on social media. And I know it's petty and it doesn't make any sense. But what is what she's accused of, I'll say, is liking things or comments or whatever that depicted Cardi B as a bad mother. And this led to her Cardi attacking her at the New York Fashion Week or attempting to. Normally I would be like, hey man, both of y'all got too much money for this shit. The hood person in me and the parent in me understand that when somebody with that much weight behind her name says something about your child, it validates it for stupid people. And it just makes the conversation going longer than it should. I'm not even 100% that Nicki Minaj did this. But if she did, shame on you for doing that. Especially if it's like the girl said and y'all met face to face a couple times. You look real corny liking some shit like that. That's way beneath you. The thing with Nicki is she usually dabbles on things that are beneath her on a regular basis. Unfortunately. And if she did that, that's pretty sad. But Cardi... You're getting too much money for this. You're on top right now. You could potentially be pushing away people who would like to sponsor you or have you represent their brand. I think it was a bad move on her part. But if it's to be true, I understand. You spoke to this person face-to-face, asked if there was a problem. They say there's no problem, then they go and do this. That's how the industry works. I get the I get the emotion. I get the energy. But somebody of your stance has to, be, has to go past that and be beyond that. That's just how I'm looking at it. It's unfortunate, though. Why couldn't they have done songs together? I think that would have been better for the, the industry and for both of their careers. But then again, this is why I say, why isn't anybody talking about Rhapsody? Rhapsody, don't get into shit like this. She gets left alone for the most part. Nobody bothers her. She just makes dope music. But somehow it continuously gets overlooked. But this is the shit that's popular. So ladies out there, if you don't like hearing shit like this about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, stop fucking with them. Start supporting people like Rhapsody and other artists who have actual lyrics. Go support them who don't go out and act like buffoons on a national stage. You could do that instead of having conversations about this. Once again, my opinion. Other music-related news. I still ain't heard shit from Eminem. MGK came out with a diss after Eminem came out and basically dissed everybody on his album. That wasn't that great. It was cool. It's Eminem, so you know there's going to be dope lyrics, but it was, overall, it was a cool album. Could have been better. Yeah, I said it last podcast. Should have been an EP. If you're going to waste this much time dissing somebody, make it an EP. Make it fire. MGK came out. 
um, dissed the shit out of Eminem. We ain't really heard shit back. Apparently, he'll get back when he wants to get back, and I'm not with that. I'm holding you to the same standard that people hold Drake to, that 24-hour shit. Only because I feel like if you're a megastar, if you're the rap god, 24 hours should be enough. If you're the rap god. That's all I'm saying. If you got a song called GOAT or Greatest or some shit on your album, you should be able to come up with something in 24 hours. Even 48 hours. Nothing. Silence. I ain't rocking. I can't. With all the accolades and shit, it ain't like you that busy. Go ahead and knock the song out. You can give MGK a solid 24 bars and get this shit over with because you're supposed to be the rap guy. But the individual you need to be worried about is your former, uh, I guess, employee, Joe Button. That's who you need to be worried about. You got mad at this man because he critiqued your album as he should have as a person that's now acting in a broadcaster, like journalist type of role. He critiqued your album, honestly, in his opinion. And he took a couple months to do so. He actually ducked the smoke on your behalf in your interest to protect relationships that he had with other people that have relationships to you. He ducked it for a little bit and then he finally gave his critique. And then you went, instead of, you know, calling that man like, hey, I didn't like what you said about it. Okay, cool. You give him time to respond via that way. You dissed him in the song and you hit him with the domestic violence shit in your bars. The same thing that you kind of been accused of. I found that weird. But in typical Joe Buttons fashion, he responded to you on this podcast that gets hundreds of thousands of views, if not millions of views, every week, every month or so. So you just gave a lot of light to an individual whose name is a buzzword right now. And you're only going to bring more people to his podcast. And this podcast may bring more people to your album because after people get to talking about it, you'll probably need it. Because I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest. While I feel like Eminem is a definitely a top 10 rapper all time, top five for some people like myself without him mentioning names on that album it ain't worth getting to be honest the song with Royce cool that could have been the single the song with Jonah Lucas was cool but without him mentioning people's names on that album it ain't really much to talk about just being honest it ain't really a lot to talk about it's in okay whatever yeah at best Joe Buttons also invited you to diss him. He said, give him some shit that he'll get out of bed for. So if you're the rap guy, give him some shit get, to get him out of bed and let's make a great moment for hip-hop because I want to see the smoke. I want to see it. I'm petty. I don't know. I'm just I'm just a bad person. Anyway, I'm going to segue from music and get back into the real deal official news. Apparently, um, Mr. Papadopoulos got 14 days in prison for lying to the FBI, which I think is crazy. That he only got 14 days. You lied to the FBI about an investigation involving you talking to Russians in 2016 and got two weeks in fucking prison. While there's people probably been in jail longer for selling weed. And you got, I mean, this is international. This has huge implications. And you've only been put in prison for two weeks. That is ridiculous because the conditions of the prison that you're in are probably pretty decent. I just don't understand the um, the mindset behind this because you got people getting ridiculous prison sentences 
over drugs, but you have to voluntarily buy. When somebody goes to sell you some drugs, it's like, hey, you want some of this? I have some of this. And you either say yes or you say no, and you move along. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I've seen too much, and I've been around too much to, to not feel like this is bullshit, beyond bullshit. If you're going to lock him up, lock his ass up. Or maybe I'm out of pocket, and maybe I'm wrong, and there's something pending going down the road. That's all I can hope for. But as for me right now, this shit is trash. It's, I almost wish I didn't know about it. I wish I was ignorant and didn't pay attention to shit like this. It's on my radar. I felt like I had to speak on it. 14 days for lying to the FBI. Cool. I'd probably get more than that to lying for a local fucking judge. Crazy. Fucking crazy, crazy, crazy. In other news, uh, there's a police officer, Amber Geiger, apparently entered the wrong apartment and then shot a man and killed him. I don't know how you enter the wrong apartment. I, I don't really. But she entered the wrong apartment and shot this black man, Botham Jean, by way of St. Lucia. Yeah, I don't know. When does it stop? Like, why was she there? <laughs> how did she get in? Craziness. The good thing about it, though, the police department is actually going, they're bringing in the, the rangers to investigate so that it's not fucked up. So there's no conflict of interest. Not interest. So there's no conflict of interest. They're going to bring in the rangers to go in and investigate it and make sure nothing gets jammed up. So I can appreciate that. You're going to bring somebody else in to make sure everything's going the right way. But it's still, that's a damn shame, man. This man that lost his life for being in his house. For being at home. Lost his damn life. I just sit back and think about things, man, about how about how there's people out there who go out and do terrible things to people that never get caught. Or there's people that go out there and risk their life just for the fuck of it. Jumping out of planes, bungee jumping, all this stuff. And nothing ever happens to them. But this innocent man sitting in his home gets killed because somebody went to the wrong goddamn door. When I tell you life ain't fair, shit. Life really... Like, really fucking isn't fair. 14, 14 days for fucking lying to the FBI. People getting years behind drugs they sold to voluntary buyers. Is it wrong morally to sell drugs? I don't know, because you can go to McDonald's and get shit that's going to kill you over time. They're finding out there's more and more shit in food that we shouldn't be eating. I don't know if it's more morally wrong to sell drugs. Well, you can buy alcohol. You can drink a, a gallon of alcohol legal. Fucking kill yourself. You can go buy some beer right now and get drunk and do something stupid. But drug dealers are the worst people in the world. You can buy tobacco and all that shit. I guess it's just not for me to understand. I'm just I'm just living in this world like everybody else, man. And I just see things that don't make any damn sense. All right. Um, international news. I would happen to be messing around on the interwebs. And I came across this uh, this name, Bobby Wine. So Bobby Wine is a Ugandan musical pop star who ended up turning into politics because he didn't like what was going on in his home country. So my man went to school, got educated, and ended up winning a seat on parliament in Uganda. Now he's a young guy. He's hugely popular, kind of brash. He was vocal about the president there and how he didn't like what was going on. Long story short, 
after all the humanitarian stuff he did, after him donating his money and just being the voice of the people, this man ends up getting arrested and tortured for a little bit. And then once he's released from prison, he gets charged with treason. And I'm just thinking, damn, like you went through all this after being a musical star. You could have left the country and never went back. But you go back, you give back, you decide to make a real change. You even get elected. And then because your appearance, you know, your, uh, not appearance, but because your opinion is different and you're outspoken about it, you end up getting arrested and beat the fuck up and possibly tortured and then get accused of treason. That's crazy, man. After all the work you put in it. But I'm, I'm going to keep following up and keep uh, finding out what's going on with the story. And now I'll try to bring it up in a few episodes. But I, I'm going I'm to follow this, man, because it's important to me to see somebody do something like that. Because we have a bunch of people that could be doing things like that in the States. And a couple that are. But damn. Get this man a Nike commercial, man. And speaking of being shit on for your, um, for your opinion... The plaid shirt guy was at a was at a rally for 45 in Billings, Montana. He was directly behind the president, and I guess he didn't agree with what the president was saying because he was just making faces like, what the hell is he talking about? Now, that happens. Now, not that particular thing happens, but it happens to every president when they go up and they give their big speech at a rally or whatever. There's going to be people that don't agree. There's always going to be somebody from the opposing side that does not agree. But for this to happen in the state where I'm pretty sure the Trump vote is pretty secure and this kid to be up there just directly behind the president that's huge and then he was removed from the rally or from directly behind the president he went on CNN and was was basically saying that hey you have to be animated you have to be excited about being here and they were trying to get them to wear make America great again hats and shit like that and it's all propaganda with anything you see like that like especially something like that the guy that's in office right now is a, is a master of manipulating uh, the appearance of things to make it seem like they're on a grand scale. So the fact that that's put into place doesn't surprise me at all. Because the reality is, I don't know who's getting paid for those hats, but those hats are going to be selling long after this guy's exited office. I can guarantee that for a long damn time. Well, it just goes to show you, you ain't safe where you think you're safe. He was up there making faces, and they snatched his ass right on up out of there and replaced him with other people, and then they came and got his friends. Homeboy popped up on CNN, lickety-split, talking to Don Lemon. And um, Don Lemon, I, shout out to you for finally accepting your hairline, but you got to fire your barber because I don't know what's going on, but there's nothing consistent with your haircuts, man. Um, Yeah, somebody at your level should be pristine with the cuts. I don't know who you're going to, if you have a stylist or anything, but somebody please... Help out Don Lemon, one of our brother barbers. Go see that man. I think they're in New York. Somebody hook him up. Either have him help him shave it off or just get his lining together because that shit has been trash for a long time. I like what you're saying up there, man, but you got to keep it together. You see Anderson Cooper, his hair don't fucking move. He makes sure he's tip-top every time he comes out on that damn TV. I need Don Lemon to have that same energy and just get your hairline right. You're too important to be out there looking crazy like that. Also, we're looking crazy. My Florida State Seminoles, boy, oh boy, we got to get our shit together. This is unacceptable. The way we've been playing football is is unacceptable. 
we got to get it together. But in better news, my Jaguars won today. They uh, managed to hold down Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham Jr. We ain't really hold them down. Odell got over 100 yards, but we managed to win the goddamn football game, and that's what matters. So go, go Jags. Appreciate that. You guys getting the win for everybody at the crib. We'll see what the Bears do against the Green Bay Packers, who I fucking hate. Go Bears. And the Browns managed to not lose today. They ended up tying with Pittsburgh. And I'm telling y'all, the Browns are going to be better than people think. I really, really think they needed this win. But tying with Pittsburgh has to be great for their confidence. But I really, really think they needed this win. Because when it comes down to the, you know, the divisional rankings, they can't afford that tie. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt both teams. So it might help them, uh, especially with Baltimore winning today and Cincinnati. Damn. Help me out because, you know, I think Cincinnati beat the Colts. I need that with the Jaguars win. And the fucking uh, Texans lost, which is great. So shout out to all the teams that beat teams I needed to I needed to lose. And damn you 49ers for not beating the Vikings. God damn it. Jimmy G, three interceptions. What are you doing? <sighs> Football. Hey, um, I wasn't going to not talk about it. My man, CK number seven. Colin Kaepernick with his Nike deal has pissed people off. And I know it's late in the week for me to be talking about this. But this shit happened like early last week after I dropped out of the podcast. If you've been living under a bunch of rocks, Colin Kaepernick is now the face of the Nike Just Do It campaign. The 30-year anniversary of the campaign. Not the face of Nike. It's the campaign. And I'm pretty sure you heard about people burning their Nike gear and all this other dumb shit. And I'm pretty sure you already heard that Nike had a dip in sales. And I'm pretty sure you already heard it was stupid that people burning their stuff were dumb because they'd already bought it. All of these things, yeah, it all happened. But my bigger issue, again, is that it's taken away from the conversation that's actually supposed to happen. Is the shooting of unarmed black men and women by police officers. People always want to get away from the narrative and make it about anything but what it's supposed to be about. Because I saw, like, I think like maybe Monday after I dropped the podcast, they were doing stuff about putting Pat Tillman up there. And listen, Pat Tillman did make us, he didn't make the ultimate sacrifice, but don't forget that he was fucking killed by the people he was out there with. He died a friendly fire. And even his wife reportedly is support is in support of uh, Colin Kaepernick because that's what her husband would have went out there for our way of life, being able to be outspoken about what we don't like that's going on with our government. And what's going on in our, in our country. He's supposed to be able to do that. And to be outspoken about it. So it really pisses me the fuck off when I hear people say that this guy's un, unpatriotic. I know plenty of people, both active duty and veteran, that are in agreement with Colin Kaepernick. Like, hey man, go out there and do your thing. This is what we fought for you to be able to do. Go do it. People want to forget that before his man was sitting on the sideline, minding his business, and didn't. It didn't really pop off until somebody came and interviewed him. He wasn't seeking attention. He was just doing his thing. They also like to forget that he was asked by a veteran to kneel versus sit, which he complied with. He ended up reaching out to the guy and meeting him. Then they want to forget about this man donating stuff to Africa. Then they want to forget about him having the foundation to help people better interact with the police to prevent this type of bullshit from happening. This is the shit that, that pisses me off and makes me go fucking crazy because they want to say, oh, he disrespected, disrespected, disrespected. It's like, no, the man voiced an opinion. 
That's what you're supposed to do here. Meanwhile, we have an immediate, we have not immediate. Meanwhile, we have an admitted sexual predator, vagina grabber, guy who makes fun of people who are mentally challenged as our president. But everybody's mad at Colin Kaepernick. And that's the thing with America. You could just say, I love America, love the flag, I'm a patriot. And then all your flaws are absolved in the public eye because you, you kissed up to the American flag. No, that flag is, flag is the shit. I'm all about the American flag, but we got to understand, there's some bullshit happening in this country. Even beauty queens have pimples. Even diamonds have flaws, and we can't just keep glossing over this shit like everything's all hunky-dory because that's what you want to believe. It's not fucking true. Y'all act like shit didn't happen in the past. Like, black people weren't treated like shit. Native Americans weren't treated like shit. Irish people weren't treated like shit. It happens in this fucking country all the time. So let's not forget. And people are like, oh, I don't know why they have to kneel. Why did they have to do it during the football game? Yada, yada, yada. Shitting on the players like, hey, you do realize they, these guys aren't grand in the community. They do stuff. They have foundations. They go out and they meet people. They meet with kids in the community because they weren't able to have that when they were kids. People want to gloss over and forget all about that shit only to push their narrative. That really, that, that's what makes me the angriest and people's just overall lack of understanding because I got a question for y'all and y'all can hit me. Y'all know noplayinthisrider at gmail.com noplay247 on Twitter. Y'all can hit me on the Facebook page, no playing this ride is what? Hit me up there and answer me this question. You ever been told you're scary based on your appearance? You ever been the big black person and told you were scary? Because the NFL players that are protesting and shout out to, shout out to everybody in the NFL doing their thing and this and shout out to, I know there's white players that protest with them as well or they have in the past. But my thing is, is this with the NFL players? It's not like the NBA. It's not like you know a player off their face. In the NFL, you know numbers and last names. A lot of players, especially the bigger guys like the linemen, you don't really know their face like that. Unless they're like hugely popular, you will not know their face at all. They don't get seen. So the place for them to get the most awareness is during the national anthem. That's where you're gonna that's where you're going to see them. That's why all the NFL NFL players are equal when they're standing still. And you can see them all. That's the one place you can see them all. So when you ask, like, why do they do it there? That's why, because you know what? When they leave their, when they leave the stadium, when they leave their homes, and they're not in uniform with that helmet on, and with the numbers on their back with their last name, you know what they are? They're a big, scary black dude, just going through life. Big, black, and scary. So to them, anytime they leave the house, they're in danger. They pull up in a nice car because they have millions of dollars that they worked their whole life to get. They get stopped by the police. What are they thinking the police are thinking? Man, this guy's got to be some type of criminal. Where do you get this money from? This is the shit they go through. So when people say why they got to do it at that time, that's why. That's why. And they wonder why black people are so pissed off about this shit. Because we get told we're scary all the fucking time. And I'm only like 5'11", 215, 220-something. Imagine me 6'8", 230, 
with a hoodie on, just trying to be comfortable moving around and somebody not knowing who I am. You got a good amount of money, so you live in a decent neighborhood. They're getting profiled every time they go home, but people don't know who they are. So you damn right, they're probably like, hell yeah, I'm tired of getting fucked with. So if you don't know why they do it, then I'm going to say that's why. Because any other time, who the hell is going to know who they are if they're not uniform? I hope that answered your goddamn question. It just makes me so mad thinking about it. That people just discredit when they have their own agenda. Man. Yeah, I'm ending it right now. That's it, man, before I get too heated, man. Before I go, as I normally do, Willie Taggart, FSU, head coach, Florida State Seminoles head coach, Willie Taggart, go get my motherfucking belt. Now, I love my Florida State Seminoles. I really, really do. But when we consistently run bad plays, when you consistently run plays that start and end behind the line of scrimmage, you got to change up. And I hope now with two games worth of film that we have figured out that those fucking plays don't work. You're supposed to be running tempo and you're not running tempo. Then when you run tempo, it's fucking sloppy. Personally, I don't think the athletes there are the type of athletes that need to be in that style. I think they're better than that. That's usually something you run when all you have is speed. And I realize and understand it's going to take time for the plays and the chemistry to work in the real game speed. I get that 100%. But if you see the plays not working, you got to go to something else. You got to have another trick up your sleeve. You got to, you got to, you got to. Because all you're going to do is give other teams more tape and more film on how to stop you. Adjust. That's all I'm asking is adjust. Please adjust. Defense as well does not make sense for our corners to be getting burnt by fucking Sanford University. And I understand that number six from Sanford was a beast. I understand the quarterback, number eight, was a beast. I get it. But you have to find a way to stop it at that level. Because if you don't, your job is going to be in jeopardy. We still got to play Florida and Miami and Clemson. We already lost to Virginia Tech. Florida State Seminoles going to get my belt. We got to get our shit together and improve. I almost had my belt for Serena Williams because she went off on the on the judge at the U.S. Open final. I was almost going to get Serena, but I, I read further, and she made the point that that when she sees men go off, he's on the sideline watching the men go off, the judges don't react the same way. And then she also uh, gave gave a little bit of love to the girl who actually won, Naomi Osaka, if I said her name right. She did tell fans to not boo her. But Serena got hit with a big old thick-ass fine because of that. And we'll see if she comes back. Doing what she's doing is miraculous, in my opinion, anyway. After having that baby, didn't have those complications. So, shout out to Serena. You'll be back. You're already one of the greatest athletes of all time, if not the greatest. So, shout out to you for doing your thing. And reminding fans not to boo the other woman just because you lost in the way that you didn't agree with. So, shout out to Serena Williams for that. Also, man, um, I've been messing up on my own. I've been arguing with people on social media again, especially about this Kaepernick shit and about other dumb stuff. So I've developed a new tactic. I don't know if anybody listens is familiar to black people using excuses to get off the phone. I don't know if you guys have heard that joke, that running joke, but it's very true. A black person will tell you some shit like, hey, man, hey, my toes are itching. Let me call you right back. Or, hey, I got something on the stove. Let me call you right back. Or, man, that sign just came up. 
the sergeants came up, let me call you right back. Anything to get off the phone when they when they don't want to be impolite. And that's what I use on social media now. When I'm talking to people and I'm and I'm commenting and the shit's going back and forth and going too far, I just, hey man, let me call you back. I got something on the stove. Drop it right in the comments. That usually ends all the conversation. People usually laugh at it and they get what I'm trying to say. It's like I'm over it. But it's just my polite way of doing it. Just, hey man, you get into argument on whether it be Facebook, Twitter, whatever you're arguing on. Hey man, let me call you back. And that usually just shuts it all down. One thing I've started doing as well is um, when you're in your social media world, you may not agree with everybody that's on your friends list politically. And I think that's how it should be because you need a little bit of diversity on there. And that's cool. You get opinions from everybody. But I have a couple people on my social media who just who want to go over the top and post dumb shit all the time just to antagonize people, whatever. So this is the tactic I've developed. Um, I went and got the lyrics from the Freshman to Belair theme, and I copy and paste it into my notes. So anytime I see somebody post some just some stupid shit, I know they wants to start an argument. I just take the lyrics from the theme, show the Fresh Prince, drop it right in the comment section, and it just confuses people and pisses them off. I don't know. I'm good at this trolling shit, man. Um, and I'm working on getting even better. And with that, for real, free, I'm shutting it down, man. No playing this ride. Number 46. Every Monday morning or super late Sunday nights because I'm on the West Coast doing my thing, man. Y'all hit me up. No playing this ride at gmail.com. No play 247 on Twitter. Capital N, lowercase o, capital P, L A Y. No play 247. No playing this ride on Facebook. No playing this ride on YouTube. And uh, yeah, I think that's it, man. Y'all be good out there. Make your next day your best day. Learn something tomorrow you didn't learn today. And be better than you were today, tomorrow. I mess it up somehow, some way, every week. Y'all go out there and be better than me. One life, one love, peace. Rest in peace, Auntie. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. We out.